Okay, well hello everybody again, and we have a special episode today for the end of Women in Tabletop Month. June is Women in Tabletop Month, and we have with us one of the several females that is on our staff here. So uh, today we're interviewing... Melanie! Hello! Yes, and who do you play, Melanie? Uh, I play Jade Claw the Tabaxi. Yeah. And you actually aren't a part of group one, as we call the uh, podcasting group. Uh, you're in group two, which is a, a different game, which we're not podcasting. But they haven't met in a while with summer and all that happening. So it's good that you can fill in. And uh, whenever we're short a player for group one and we run the tabaxi or one of the other one-shot adventures and uh, we drag you into uh, the, uh, the fray... Obviously, we also have uh, Jesse, who's the regular in uh, Group 1, and then you've also heard Kaylee. And she's another one of our players from Group 2 that's filled in from time to time. So, Melanie, let us back up a little bit here and um, go over how did you get into role-playing games in the first place? So, wow. <clears throat> I always role-played with my siblings my brothers when I was younger and I guess it stuck with me because I enjoy acting and improv and um, and I just got like brought into Dungeons and Dragons and I started playing I wasn't really good I'm still not that good but yeah seemed like you do okay um, obviously Jade Claus uh, misses almost like never um, <laughs> she's our, our ace archer but anyways, you got dragged in um, on the coattails of your brothers, and that's one of the problems with being the caboose in the family. You just kind of get dragged into whatever the uh, older siblings are doing. Um, now, do you think it would be different if you had older sisters rather than older brothers? Yeah, it would. Um, it wouldn't. If I had older sisters, it wouldn't get me into the same thing that my brothers did. Okay. Do you think you might have gotten into role-playing games anyways? Uh, um, probably. Because I'm on many servers in Discord, and we do role-playing there, so still role-playing time to time. So Dungeons & Dragons was just a natural jump for you to take anyways. Yeah. Real good. And uh, maybe you can go uh, into some of the role-playing, or the Dungeons & Dragons stuff that you have done. Uh, obviously, your brothers got in back when they were in elementary school. Where where did you first pick up the bug? Uh, about a year ago, I got my first book. I always like watched my brothers do it, and I always wanted to be a part of it. I just sat on the sidelines. I got my the player's handbook about a year ago, I think, and I started. I asked my dad if I could join in with group two, so I did, and. Yeah, and I also started my own campaign with some of my school friends. Yeah, now how is that going? We haven't met in a while, mostly because I'm really busy and I can't get it all together. Sounds good. Are you going to pick it back up again once school starts and Hopefully. everyone's back in town? 
that means I would have to pick up the role as Dungeon Master again because my brother is going off away. Yeah. So now, do you like playing Dungeon Master or would you rather be one of the players? I'd rather be one of the players because Dungeon Master, you have to like think on your feet like instantly, like whenever someone does something. And I can't really do that. I have to like process stuff and like take a time. Sounds good. Now, uh, do you think that Dungeons & Dragons or any of the role-playing games or role-playing in general is any bit different if you are a girl or a boy? No, not really. It's just because and you can have your own character. So you can make your character whatever you want. Yeah. Um, do you notice um, in when the games that you play do... The girls gravitate towards different sorts of characters than the boys do, or is it somewhat similar? Um, what I've done is, like, girls with me is that the girls do more, like, magical, mystical stuff, and, like, elves and, like, tieflings, and the boys are, like, they, some boys do do the elves and the tieflings and the magical stuff, but other boys go through barbarians. And that's just what I experienced. Okay. Um, and do you think that, uh, do you think the girls limit themselves to those particular roles? Or do you think they are just sort of more drawn to those sorts of roles? I think they're more drawn to the roles <laughs> than anything it looks like more fun, maybe? Yeah, because you get to play with magic with your elf. And, like, if you're an elf ranger, then you get magic. Or a druid or something. Neat. Very good. Well, what do you want to do going forward in Dungeons & Dragons? Like I said, you, you've uh, appeared semi-regularly on the podcast. And you've got your own campaign that you run with your friends. What uh, what grand plans do you have for role-playing games? I want to be more comfortable as a dungeon master and then make my own campaign or have my own story that my group can follow. Neat. And um, do you think that uh, hanging around with the, the folks that you have so far have made that uh, job easier for you? Well, yeah. Because it, it makes me think quick on my feet more. Are there any other advantages to doing role-playing games? Um. Does it have any other benefits? Probably. Like, if you're doing it with, like, totally new people, it might be, like, a boost of confidence. And, like, if you're definitely, like, if you're going in to, like, acting and, or, like, sound, you can... Like, um, improv is helps with improv. Yeah, real good. Now, it was very interesting because, you know, I've been in role-playing games basically since they started. You know, I, my first uh, first game was the, the basic set back in 1979. And back then, we didn't have a lot of women playing in role-playing games. It was pretty much just, ooh, that's what white you know, nerdy boys do. Yeah. Um, what, what do you think, the, is that still the uh, notion now? Because uh, even back then, of course, we had the, um, you know, trailblazing women that would uh, break the mold and, and play in the games. But I tell you the truth, I cannot remember a girl playing with our group until, like, 
almost all the way through junior high and then not again until like the end of high school. It was just something that that's the, what the boys did. Yeah, it's portrayed as like Dungeons and Dragons is like more of like a male stereotype, not a stereotype. Uh, it's Interest like, maybe? Yeah, because it's like uh, barbarians and stuff, but like it's also Dungeons and Dragons is like for nerds and boys tend to be more classified as nerds than women do. That's what I experienced. And so they would be most likely playing Dungeons and Dragons than women. But what? Three fifths of your group is women? Yeah, actually, the majority, actually, no, it's half of our group are women. And then after my brother leaves, the majority of the group will be women. Yeah. Um, and actually, our first cast arrangement for uh, the Relic of the Past was actually 50% girls and 50% boys. And uh, then we had end up having to rearrange it for people's schedules. And uh, we're down to only one girl in the group. Uh, but what do, you, what do you suppose has happened in the last 30 years that has made it go from, ooh, that's what boys do, to, wow, half of the group is girls? Um, I guess... Not, like, stereotyping just boys. It's just, like, welcoming everyone and, like, hey, you want to try this out? Wow, this is amazing. And, like... Really good. And have you found um, role-playing games to be welcoming to uh, you and, and to yeah. girls in general? Yeah. Again, like I said on my Discord server, they're, like, open to everyone. Um, And it doesn't actually matter if you're a girl or a boy because, again... On these things, you can portray another character. Neat. And um, if you uh, had a friend who was a girl who was hesitant about getting into role-playing games, what would you tell her? I would, like, tell her that they're amazing because if they're my friend, then they're probably really weird. <laughs> so they probably will agree with me that they're amazing and I'll just, like, show her how in. Actually, speaking of that, my friend, she knew nothing about role-playing. She didn't even know what the word role-playing is. Like, probably at the beginning of freshman year, I introduced it to her and she fell in love with it. And now she's in my campaign. Oh, fantastic. Good. Well, that's really interesting info. Um, now, how about your uh, future with the podcast? Are, are you enjoying playing Jade Claws? Yeah, I do enjoy playing Jade. Um, I would love to play her more often. Sounds good. Well, you know, the tabaxi are going to show up from time to time, and uh, we're going to have some other... Um, not one-shots, but none, uh, you know, group two sort of things where we have uh, how the other half lives. So uh, we'll be looking forward to seeing you around from time to time. Um, well, thank you very much for sitting down with us here. Yeah. And uh, we look forward to hearing a little more of Jade Claus and her amazing archery skills. Yeah. But for that, we'll have to wait for the next episode. Until then, let us know what you think. Rate us at Apple Podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. 
Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head. Between. Thank you.